Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpresscom with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. Final hour of the week. We're here in the Geico Outkick Studios. Do you know right now, Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. I stayed up late last night. And I stayed up late last night to make sure that I watched the Portland Trailblazers because I put a lot of money on them in my real life on the money line. And I also put a lot of money on them in my uh, on-air television show, Fox Bet Live, formerly Lock It In. And I wanted to put as much money down as I could also on the Grizz and, uh, and as well on the Suns, who both won early in the day and essentially made it a must-win situation for the Portland Trailblazers. Either they won or they went home. And now they found a way to win. Karis LeVert shot a little bit off at the buzzer, effectively. And Damian Lillard continues his hot tr- hot streak, 154 points, I think it is, in the last three games that he has scored. And he was like a video game last night. And, and he has been for the last several games. They were trying to cover him the minute he came across half court because he would pull up basically from the NBA logo and drain it. I mean, it was unbelievable. And uh, and as good as Damian Lillard is, and as much fun as he is to watch, I think the Grizz are done for with all the injuries that they've had. They will be the nine seed. They'll have a play-in game. I believe the Blazers are going to win uh, one of the two games. They only need to win one. They'd have to lose two. I think they'll win at least one. Uh, and then I think they'll go to the Lakers. And I think Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, even though he's injured, are good enough to win a couple of games against the Lakers. It'll be a battle of different styles. The Lakers can't make any shots. But the Blazers can't defend anybody. And meanwhile, the Blazers can score in abundance. 
And so I think this will be an entertaining series. I think that it'll go around six games. I think the Lakers will find a way to win. Here's the deal. The NBA bubble, they've got games tomorrow as well that won't really matter. But the NBA bubble has been a successful entertainment product when it comes to actual play on the court. What hasn't been successful is the NBA's ability to connect with the largest possible audience because the NBA is getting dunked on from a ratings perspective over their insistence on making aggressive statements every single night about politics. And I think that's to the NBA's detriment. I think we're going to have, if they had crowds present, there would be situations that are somewhat similar to what happened in MLS when the crowds booed uh, 3,000 people in Dallas at the soccer game, booed the Dallas team and the Nashville team for taking knees and started to chant USA, USA, USA. I've been saying this from straightforward from the get-go. The data reflects that I am correct. When you decide to make political statements in uniform at work, you alienate a large percentage of your audience and and on top of that, you don't gain any fans at all. And so I think that's what the NBA is dealing with right now. Their ratings compared to every other sport that are back are much lower. Will that continue into the playoffs? We'll see. But right now, I think the NBA is reaping what they've sown by alienating a substantial portion of their audience. Now, maybe they don't care, but it seems like they care because every time it's mentioned, guys like Mark Cuban get mad. Mark Cuban, obviously super successful, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. When I tweeted out that the NBA ratings were getting crushed by other shows, Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson are putting up four times the audience of the NBA head-to-head. Mark Cuban dives into my mentions and tries to argue with me about those ratings. And so I extended, yes, last night, some of you may have seen it on Twitter, I extended an olive branch to Mark Cuban. I said, look, you want to come after me on Twitter and say that I'm not correct in the statements that I'm making, unlike in the NBA, and unlike in China, your top partner in the NBA, the First Amendment is alive and well on this radio program. So for everybody out there waking up, you can go tag Mark Cuban and tell him he has an invite to come on this show and tell me why I'm wrong. I don't run from disagreement. I believe in the marketplace of ideas. If Mark Cuban thinks I'm wrong, he can come on this program and he can tell me why I'm, why I'm wrong. And I can ask him why he doesn't think it's incredibly hypocritical for the NBA players to be social justice warriors when it comes to denigrating the United States of America, which is the greatest nation that's ever existed in the history of the world, and simultaneously bending the knee and shutting up and dribbling for China, which is the closest thing to modern-day Nazis that exist in our world today. China has concentration camps like the Nazis did. China is trying to aggressively take over additional lands just like the Nazis were. Look at what's happening in Hong Kong. Look at the danger that Taiwan is under. China doesn't allow basic human rights. They're pulling books out of libraries about democracy. They are stifling any sort 
of marketplace of, ide- of ideas. They don't allow democracy. They don't allow the First Amendment. There's no freedom of religion. All of that is taking place. So Mark Cuban, you want to step into my mentions, you want to come after me on social media, you are welcome to step into the OutKick arena and let's have a real debate, let's have a real conversation about the NBA's hypocrisy and why I think it's hurting your ratings. You can tell me why I'm wrong. We'll have a legitimate head-to-head debate. I don't run from people who want to be my critics. If they have audiences and they want to uh, and they want to step to me, I'm more than happy to have a debate. Mark Cuban, you like to fire off at the lip, come on the show. It's the biggest, most powerful show in the entirety of sports radio. You can come on. Maybe you'll win the debate. Maybe you'll outperform me. I'm throwing down the gauntlet for Mark Cuban, inviting him to come on the show. We can make it happen at any time that's convenient for him, and I can guarantee you we'll have a bigger audience than anybody else out there anywhere in the world of sports, certainly from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. But frankly, we're getting to the point now where we have a bigger audience than almost anybody in sports, period. So that's a testament to OutKick. We've had a heck of a week already. President of the United States, governor of Florida, governor of Texas. We've been fighting the good fight for college football, and I'm going to continue to fight the good fight for college football. But I'd like to debate Mark Cuban about the direction the NBA is going. He's a billionaire. He's a smart guy. Step into the arena. Let's have a conversation. And you should be stepping into the arena and having a conversation with us as a part of the OutKick VIP. Sign up right now. $99. You get an autographed copy of my most recent book, OutKick VIP Message Board, OutKick VIP Phone Line for the radio show, and the ability to comment on all of our articles. I think you will absolutely love it. It's an incredible value. Also, $12.99 a month if you don't want to spend the $99. Go sign up today. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is 
getting you down. It's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's H-I-M-S.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex chews are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back in. Hope all of you are having fantastic starts to your Friday. One of the things we like to do, if you haven't heard already, we have a great wins and losses podcast exclusive that you can go listen to. And I believe, I'm checking right now actually to see how many of these we have. We have got an absolute ton of these. And they are really good, the Wins and Losses podcast are. We've got 29 of them. And if you love this show, and I know many of you do, you will love the Wins and Losses podcast. Uh, people as varied as Kirk Herbstreet, Penn State head football coach, James Franklin. Uh, we have got an absolute bevy of really interesting stories in here. Art Bryles, former Baylor coach. Uh, I mean, uh, Eddie George, I'm just running through them right now. Darren Ravel, back before he was crazy. Um, we, we've got uh, just Colin Cowherd, um, Jeff Fisher, Bobby Bones, if you're a fan of, uh, of country music and the radio there. just There's a ton. Jason Whitlock, long form. There's a lot of really, really good ones in here. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, uh, Mike Leach, Paul Feinbaum. Uh, lots of really good ones. And I think you're going to love the conversation that Will Kane and I had. In fact, I think you're going to love it so much. Will Kane, formerly of ESPN, just left. 
Now he's going to be at Fox News. We're going to have an excerpt from that conversation that I believe you guys are going to enjoy. It begins now. How often would people come up to you at ESPN and say, I don't want people to know it, but I agree with a huge percentage of what you say. Keep doing it. It happened. It definitely happened. And, you know, Clay, I heard you talk about that because I remember you used to talk about people that would send you messages behind Oh, I, 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 I have a ton, just so you know, and I'm, this is not going to shock you, there are t- I have a lot of really good friends at ESPN. People are like, oh, you, no, I don't. Look, I, I have a lot of really people that I would consider to be good friends and also good professional friends. And many of those people reach out to me regularly and they say, man, I love OutKick. I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Uh, you're right in a lot of the criticisms that you levy about sports media. And ESPN is obviously the biggest mirror to reflect sports media. I don't think it's an ESPN exclusive issue. I think they just are bigger, so they magnify sometimes more. Uh, so I know there is a deep well of people at ESPN with a strong belief system in uh, in things that might seem counterintuitive. And Jason Whitlock, I thought, recently said uh, that, that he thinks that it goes on in sports media too, where there's a lot of guys making $75,000 a year out there, and they got to take care of their family. And they're like, man, I can say what I actually think on social media – but if I do, I might lose my job, and then it's not easy for me to go get another seventy-five dollars or $100,000 job. I'm 56 years old. I'm just trying to play out the thread on my career. I think there's a huge number of people out there like that, but I'm curious whether they come up to you internally and whether you had some of those conversations as well. I did, and I would say three things in response to that. I think the number of people who agree with what I have to say is actually growing. I think as the points of view have gotten more extreme – I'm not just talking about ESPN. I'm talking about in the nation as a whole, but yes. particularly in the media as a whole, I and mean, then even more particularly in sports media, has gotten more extreme. I think more people are um, gravitating to my positions, ones they see grounded in reason and rationality, and they're starting to see the cost of some of these extreme points of view. Trust me. I live in New York City. I can tell you firsthand I have seen the cost of these kind of ideas implemented. Number two, um, I can't help it, and I would tell my friends this, I am a little disappointed sometimes that they feel this way privately, but don't say it publicly. I mean, sometimes it can be even as as innocuous as saying, I think Will Cain is good, or Will Cain is right, or, you know, one of those statements that somehow ends up being controversial. I do wish a little bit people were more forthcoming with their points of view, but then my third point is, I understand. Just like you said with Whitlock, I understand. It's a very rational choice to make, to be quiet. Your job will probably be threatened. Your reputation will most definitely be threatened. And so I understand why people would make those very rational, self-preservationist choices. How often have you written a tweet and deleted it before you sent it? Um, This is a real weakness in my game. I don't love Twitter. I don't love social media. You're yeah. really good at it. You truly are. I don't tweet a ton. You probably know that. And it's good for your career, you as in the proverbial you, everyone, because you have to be heard. I just think it's a really crap platform, Clay. I just don't think it lends itself to any sort of really interesting thoughts. It doesn't lend itself to back and forth. It's extremely negative. And I actually think, like you're colleague Jason has said many times, I actually think it's a really big contributor to the negativity going on in society. So I don't really 
tweet, delete, tweet, delete. I just honestly don't tweet that much. I need to. I need to tweet more. I know it's good for my career, and I get on myself about it. But I just don't like the platform. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I totally understand that that perspective. And I feel like Twitter has been great for me personally and awful for the country as a whole. And that dichotomy that I feel is I, I do think it, it has helped to elevate what we do at OutKick. It's helped to distribute our ideas to a larger audience. But I also think that the overall tone of Twitter is so negative. I'll tell you what I've done, and, and this has been really in the last couple of years, I rarely read mentions, right? Other than the people that mm-hmm. I follow, like I'll go and see what they're tweeting about and stuff like that. I enjoy it, and certainly I enjoy it for news. But it's it's interesting, like, as a writer, I learned years and years ago, never read the mentions to what people write below your article, and I would never do it. But there's something seductive, and certainly our industry creates a lot of narcissists, right? I mean, it's not a surprise that if you decide you want to be on television or you want people to pay attention to you, that you may well have narcissistic tendencies. And what Twitter creates, I believe is the idea that everybody cares about everything that you think because there's one or two people constantly in your mentions saying it. And I think the mentions are actually more troubling and problematic than the actual megaphone of Twitter. And so what I've found is it's like every YouTube comment thread eventually ends in a fight. If you're a sports fan and you go on any sports message board, People start off talking about whether the backup quarterback should be starting or not, and eventually it ends up in an attack between two different people over something that has nothing to do with it. Most of what people say on Twitter, even in the mentions underneath what I have said or what you have said, I have found, is about them, not about you. And it's not that efficient or effective of a use of time. It's a megaphone, not a conversational device. And once I kind of got that idea around it and stopped caring about what people say in response... I think that has been a more effective tool for me to use to go out. Well, a couple of things. I think that's really disciplined. That shows a lot of discipline to not look at your mentions. It's the right choice, but it's also actually a pretty difficult thing to do because everyone's instinct is, what are people saying about what I just said? You said which, about- is why, which is why, which is why the, the, the app works, right? It goes right into our right. primal instinct to see what right. other people think about us, whether they like it, whether they retweet it, whether they hate us. Like it's a, it, it goes to the primal instincts. I understand why it works, and yes, it, it is fascinating. Yeah, you brought up narcissism, and you're absolutely right about the people that choose to go into media are largely narcissistic in some way. Now, what is narcissism? It is... Not confidence, but it's insecurity. It's the need for an ego feed, and it's the opposite of how I like to engage. I just sung the praises of the platform of radio to you just a moment ago, but I treated radio as an open forum. If you disagreed with me, I wanted you to call in. I right. know you've done the same thing. because no, I all the time, the yes. I want to hear you. I want you to challenge my ideas. Where Twitter is full of that insecurity, see, that's how a man handles his business in my mind. That is confidence. That is, quote-unquote, face-to-face, right? Where Twitter, I feel, is full of even more insecurity and more little backstabby, back-and-forth fights. I'm going to give you an example, and this isn't about you, okay? I haven't agreed with everything you had to say on coronavirus. Honestly, I think you're probably 80% right on coronavirus. But That's higher percentage than my wife believes, by the way, so I'll take it. <laughs> 
Well, I think you were, especially in the beginning, I think you were a little too dismissive of coronavirus. I think you're absolutely I, I, right. Totally, totally wrong. I got the, I believe the China numbers, <laughs> which was a failure. I trusted the well, WHO. I've seen you explain the China Yeah, like, that's 100%, that's 100% right. I mean, you know, I, uh, I try to get my facts right, and when I base an opinion on a failed fact, factual model, I mean, that's what actually makes me feel sick to my stomach, not being wrong about who's going to win a game, right? Like, whatever. you can. Right. But when your right. facts are wrong, it leads you to the wrong destination, and that's one of the big problems with Twitter. There's a lot of factual inaccuracies in general. But, yes, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but, yes, that is 80% I'll take. That's higher than my wife. <laughs> um, by the way, I do that with everybody, and it's a sign of respect, I think, to tell someone where I think they were wrong. I don't like the, oh, you're always right stuff. Yeah, um, I think you were also wrong on Greg Schiano for what it's worth. I don't think what you did at University of Tennessee was a good thing. I thought you didn't give him the benefit of the doubt, as we talked about burden of proof earlier. But all I'm doing by that is not rehashing those debates with you. I'm telling you, like, I'm willing to tell everyone where I think they're wrong, and yeah. I don't see it as a sign of disrespect. I see it as a sign, the opposite, a sign of respect. And now to take this back to full circle, by the way, you're right on almost everything otherwise. I mean, you're right, we should play college football. You're right on, on, on a lot of these things. But I saw the back and forth with Ravel, and I'm just like, you know, I can have a conversation with Clay about coronavirus for a while. It may not be that interesting because we might mostly agree, but whatever's going on with Ravel and Clay right now, it's probably entertaining for a lot of people. But, like, you know, it's not productive. You know, it's not working to help solve the issue. It's, yeah. it's just you guys going back and forth at each other and really extending no goodwill to each other. By the way, Clay, I don't think you're wrong on that side of the debate. I think Darren's wrong. I think Darren is like all these guys you call Corona Bros and caving into, I guess, the new normal, which has not been the curve, but 0% transmission rate and peddling in fear. I think Darren is doing all of those things. But I just don't feel personally compelled to go to Twitter and have that fight with him. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I like Darren. You know, I consider Darren to be a friend. He may be upset with me now. And this kind of goes to uh, the way I live life in general. It's really hard to offend me. And what? And I'm curious if you found this. I mean, I think you may well be similar in that respect. If somebody disagrees with me, I take my opinion seriously, but I don't take myself very seriously. And so if somebody's like, hey, you're an idiot for that opinion, I'm wide open to the idea that I might be wrong, right? It doesn't bother me. And maybe that's the lawyer as well, where you're used to having to make opinions, and sometimes the judge comes down or the court comes down, or whoever the deciding factor is, if you're in law school, moot court, mock trial, whatever it is, somebody comes down and says, hey, this side was a better argument. And so that's kind of how the law works. One side wins, one side loses. It's adversarial in the system, kind of like sports. And so I don't get upset, and I have short memories, even for people who attack me, and I don't know if that's a character benefit or a character flaw, because what my wife says is, you're the guy, if, if people say 10 negatives and one person says a positive, you remember the positive. <laughs> and, and, and it is true. Like, well, that helps but, you on Twitter. That's 100%. <laughs> that's 100% true. So I, I have a psychology where I don't get that worked up by people uh, being in, d- disagreeing with me. Does that make sense? Like, it, it doesn't really kind yeah. of – and I don't know what that is about my psychology. Uh, I know but, what it is. I think I but, know what it is. What, what, um, how would you I psychoanalyze share. it? Well, I think you're confident in who you are. That's yeah, what well, that that's, is. It's, it's, you know, somebody asked me for radio advice this morning, and I told them exactly what you just said. Take what you say very seriously. Do not take yourself seriously. But the corollary to that is if you're confident enough about who you are, not just being told you're wrong, but in the case of my radio show, I allowed people on the air to say, you are a racist. 
to me yeah. on air. I required yeah. them to back it up, and I sometimes got mad, but I usually got over it pretty quickly. I do have a hot temper, but I get over it pretty quickly. And I will let that person come back on my radio show. But at the end, underlying factor is I know who I am, and they right. don't get to define it. I define who I am. I imagine you feel somewhat the same way. So I don't hold really big grudges, or I don't get that mad when somebody tells me I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very confident in what I believe. And if I were, what I always say is the, the people you have to watch out for are the people that are trying too hard to tell you what they are. And what I mean by that is I've just seen it happen in social media so many times. Like the guys who are the biggest creeps are not the people who are out there. Uh, they're the people that are out there going way over the top with stuff, right? Like time after time after time, they're trying to cover up for something. I'll give you an easy example. Mm -hmm. The people mm -hmm. who are fundamentally like opposed to gay people. It's amazing how often those people are actually gay. What they're actually combating is their internal interest in the same sex, and so they are attacking it way over the top aggressive, right? For me, I mm -hmm. always said, even back at 17 or 18 years old, I grew up in Nashville. I didn't know any gay people uh, really very much growing up, but we went away to college. There was a lot of GW. My first thought as an 18-year-old was, I love gay dudes. That's a lot less competition for girls. Like, I still don't understand why guys, that isn't the number one reaction. When you're an 18-year-old college kid and the campus is swarming with girls, like GW had a, a huge gay population, and I was like, man, this is awesome for me. There's a lot better options that I'm going to have because those good-looking dudes are gay and they're not interested in girls at all, right? Like, I mean, that's self-interested, but... I don't care very much about what other people think or do. And I, I heard you say you're libertarian bent earlier. Like, I want for, like, I believe in capitalism and I believe in free speech. And I obviously got in trouble on CNN, CNN's perspective for saying I believe in the First Amendment boobs. I'm a heterosexual guy who likes most things that heterosexual guys like. But that doesn't mean that everybody has to be a heterosexual guy. But I also don't think we should apologize for our masculinity which is a big part of, I think, several of your different stories. Like, we have feminized so many things, it seems to me, in this country that men are shrinking from the responsibilities of manhood. And, you know, like, having a disagreement is not a bad thing, right? Uh, and, and having a face-to-face -face disagreement. Taking a is not a bad losing thing. Is not a, like, losing is not a bad thing. That's, that's how you grow as an individual, in fact, I think. I totally agree. There's a lot to unpack with what you just said. Let me just see if I can remember a couple of them. First, I totally agree that the people that sing the loudest about their own virtues and cast the most accusations usually are hiding something big, bad, and ugly. I think most of the people that yell racist at everybody else online make, I would suspect, because I have seen it in my private life, some of the most racist choices Amen. you would ever Amen. You would ever Amen. See. Yes. Um, and it, it applies across the spectrum, um, every issue. I feel like the ones that preach the loudest and cast the biggest accusations are really talking about themselves in some way. Um, what else did you talk about? I said I was going to remember, but I'm like... Masculinity. I, I think you probably agree in many ways with, like, I, I have three boys. Do you have four? I have two. I just have two. two. two I'm jealous, are. by the way. I wish I'd had one more. I would keep going. I would have a fourth. My wife has, <laughs> tap, has, has said that you can't, we can't have any more kids, but I've got three boys. I, I, I try to think about the world in which I want to raise them, and mm -hmm. it's okay to be in touch with your emotions. I'm fine with that. But when your emotions tip over into fear, I don't want to raise children who are afraid of the world. And I used that earlier as an example. I said this today. I took my kindergartner to school. All of my kids are going to be going to in-person school. 
I think it's important. I've talked to my kids about the coronavirus the, the same way 80% of the time is correct, as you said. But I've tried to talk to them as adults to understand that you can't allow fear to dictate all the choices that you make. And it seems to me that as a society, we are treating fear as if it is something to be avoided as opposed to something that is to be accepted and understood as a part of adulthood. And that troubles me in many ways. And so I think about that from the parenting perspective. What am I trying to instill in my kids? We talked about when you and I both went away to college, maybe we were a little bit uh, soft, right? Um, And I think the world creates a lot of soft people. And when hard times come, I'm not sure that soft people can cope. Does that make sense? Man, you are singing my song. Fear is winning the day in the world. I've been saying this on some of this media tour that I've been going through. I think corporate leadership is absolutely beholden to fear right now. You can go read my interview with Bobby Burak at Outkick.com to see what I had to say about that. But I want to say something different about what you just said about raising boys and embracing fear. I have sat at the top of a cliff with my youngest son, who was a little more less of a daredevil than my oldest son, and said, we're going to jump. We're going to jump into this ocean. We're going to take this jump. And he's afraid. And I said to him, fear is rational. Fear is fine. Don't be embarrassed about fear. Fear is absolutely part of life. The only question is, what do you do with fear? Do you let it win? Do you let it dictate your next action? You should feel fear. It's rational. It's telling you, by the way, that bear is big. I want to run. But if it's a black bear... You should not run. You should stand tall. You should act big. You should be loud. You should back down the bear. The fear is okay, but what you do with the fear is what's important. I don't care much about skateboarding, Clay, but I got both of my boys into skateboarding when they were young, and I got them into it for that reason. I wanted them to learn to drop in, to crash on concrete, to overcome their fear. I never wanted them to be protected from fear. I just wanted them to learn how to overcome fear. It's, it's so well said, and I think that's honestly what's so important about sports is because sports teaches you how to put everything you have into trying to win, regardless of how good you are, and sometimes you're still going to fail. And understanding how to deal, which is why this podcast is called Wins and Losses, understanding how to learn from your losses that ultimately you got to keep getting back up, right? And everybody is going to get knocked down, and my concern is, So many people now today are afraid of getting knocked down. They're not even getting knocked down, Will. They're afraid of getting knocked down, and so they never actually take any risk or actually experience any significant success because they're so worried about the possibility of getting knocked down that they don't do what they really should. And you talked about challenges earlier and everything else. Like we interviewed, I got to interview the the president uh, a couple of days ago. I want I to feel yeah I want to feel that that nervousness in the pit of my stomach a lot of times every year to find some new challenge to embrace because if you're not doing that you're not growing in any way. I totally agree man. And raising boys is one of the most clarifying factors on this. I wanted them to not make the travel team from time to time. I wanted yep. them to not get off the bench and realize that stinks. Okay, what are we going to do to to fix that issue. I'm not going to go to the coach and tell him you should be playing. What are you going to do to fix that situation? You've got to deal with failures. You've got to deal with loss. You could give your kids, if you could adopt one trait for yourself in life, it would be resilience. My yes. only pessimistic thought in response to that is, 
you know, I said it to you earlier in the show. I said we're raising generations of people who are unprepared for the real world, all these safe spaces, this protection from fear. They're unprepared for the real world. Right now, and this is a pessimistic point of view, they are shaping the real world. The real world is not shaping them. They've imported the safe spaces from college into the corporate chain of America. They have turned the entire country into a place where we will not withstand disagreement. We will not let you fail. We will not let anything negative happen to you in your life. I don't think it's sustainable. I think they will ultimately fail. But make no mistake, in the short term right now, I think they're winning the culture war. Well, and that's my biggest concern. Um, and frankly, I've said this before, uh, I want to make, you know, certainly OutKick, the, the thing that I like is we have a voice in a big way, I think, with OutKick, and you certainly have a big voice with Fox News, but imagine if Fox News didn't exist. Imagine if OutKick didn't exist in sports media. What's scary to me is we don't really have a marketplace of ideas. Now, I love seeing Fox News rewarded for the marketplace that they share. And maybe you can argue if Fox News didn't exist, somebody else would come along and fill that vacuum. But I think the number of people who are like the Murdochs that are willing to be involved in the marketplace of ideas and 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 be willing to accept the side eye, right? Like the society people who are going to say like, oh, you know, that's uh, that those are those uh, those rebel Murdochs and stuff. I think that that is a rare thing certainly in the media. And so I wonder, uh, I think, you know, in sports media, there's almost no marketplace of ideas. I, 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 that's what scares me, right, is that the marketplace of ideas is going to continue to constrict. I love what you said about all the different people who are, you know, kind of creating their own uh, lane, so to speak. But that still is scary. And I'm, I'm glad that we're involved in the fight. But if I wasn't involved in the fight, I'd be sitting on the sidelines as a sports fan and as, a, as, an, as an American and somebody who's proud uh, to, to, be a, to be living in America and feel like our entire lifestyle is under assault. All right, that's Will Kane. That's the Wins and Losses podcast. If you enjoyed that segment, there's over an hour more of that conversation exclusively available online on the podcast network. Just type in my name, Clay Travis. Type in Wins and Losses or Outkick. You will see it and be able to listen to it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back. Final segment of the week. Montel Jordan bringing us back. And I just want to thank you guys for all the support for OutKick throughout this week. I, I Probably the biggest week in OutKick history. I think it's fair to say that. When you think about the battle for college football that has been playing out all week and how tough things looked for college football in terms of a season being played at all over the weekend coming into this week, And then I think this show has been more instrumental than any media outlet in the country in terms of fighting for college football to take place. I don't think it's even close. When you consider what we did this week, on Monday, we had the governor of Florida on to become the first governor to endorse the idea of college football needing to happen. Then on Tuesday... We had the President of the United States live on OutKick talking about how important college football is to happen. Then on Thursday, we had the Governor of Texas on endorsing college football. And all week long, you have seen more governors, more politicians, more support rolling in for the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 to play this fall. And as we head into the weekend... I am very optimistic that we are at least going to get a start of the college football season. And I think a big reason why is because of you guys, the fans out there, 
the players, the we want to play hashtag, but also giving uh, a little bit of support to the commissioners from the governors, from the senators, what we have been able to do on this program by helping to fight for college football, I think is wildly important. And I want to thank all of you for your support of OutKick this week because we've had a bigger audience than ever before in the history of the show this week. And I think it's come at an incredibly important time because if you are like me and you absolutely love college football, I think we have beaten back the Corona Bro attack on college football. And I think we have built time that if things continue to get better and the cases continue to decline across the South as they are doing right now, there is a very strong chance that we are going to be able to play college football this fall. Not only that, if you listen to the Florida governor and you listen to the Texas governor, I think there's a good chance not only are they playing college football, I think there's a good chance there's fans present. And we'll see what ends up happening in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the fact that those school presidents and those commissioners were not able to stand up for their athletes and their coaches and their fans and their alums and be able to play the season. But I think this is going to be a transcendent moment that is uh, very positive for the college football conferences, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 that have found a way to continue to to move forward and plan on playing and very bad for the Pac-12 and for the Big 12 to curl up in the, uh, sorry, the Pac-12 and the Big 10 to curl up in the fetal position and make the decision that it's impossible to play because there's just no logic to their decision at all. But man, I just, I'm so proud of the shows that we put out this week and I'm so proud of all the support you guys have given to this show. And I think we have made a substantial difference in terms of playing college football in much of the country in a way that would not have happened if this show were not out there. Because there are a lot of Corona bros in the sports media who want to cancel everything. They don't want Major League Baseball. They don't want the NFL. They don't want the NBA. They don't want the NHL. And they certainly don't want college football. And I think we hit them with a couple of body blows here because the vast majority of fans want college football to be played and they want sports back and a lot of people were quiet they weren't that active on social media and this week I think we unleashed a revolution that kept the people in positions of power from being able to cancel college football this show led the charge and I'm not going to apologize for it because I always say I'm a fan who happens to have a big platform on this radio program, and I'm going to fight for the things that I believe are important in the world of sports. And I think kids being in school, kindergarten all the way through, um, all the way through grad school is super important. And I am just ecstatic about the fact that I think we're starting to win a lot of these battles. And if you love college football like I do, Go ahead and take a bow. Thanks for listening to OutKick. Thanks for helping us to become the most dominant morning sports talk show anywhere in the nation. Thanks to the President of the United States, the Governor of Texas, and the Governor of uh, of 
Florida for coming on this show and making their cases. I hope you enjoy that Will Kane interview that we just played a little bit of. Uh, it's a great conversation. We have long-form podcast wins and losses. If you go type in Clay Travis and OutKick, they will pop up. If you need more to listen to this weekend, I think you'll absolutely love that conversation. Go rate our podcast. Go subscribe. Thanks to all of you. I hope you have fantastic weekends. Enjoy all the sports going on. We'll be back for you on Monday. Same bat time, same bat channel. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.